Hi, folks. This is Mark with Plot Points Podcast. We are a week late on the podcast because of circumstances beyond our control. Um, we will continue to do the best we can to maintain the every other week schedule. So this podcast will be on the 19th, and the next one will be on the 23rd, I think, or the... Actually, it's February 2nd. So apologies for the, the change of, uh, of uh, schedule, but couldn't help it. Thank you. This is Mark Sebi with Plot Points Podcast. I am here with a friend and collaborator, Christopher Styers at ChristopherStyers.com. Chris, how are you? I'm doing fine. And yourself, Mark? Uh, good. It's a, it's a cold day. I mean, I'm, we're in California, so it's yeah. not that cold. But my God, if, you, if you're a football fan and you saw the, the stadium in Buffalo, yeah. uh, they actually had to postpone the game until t- tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, it was, oh, my God, it was horrifying. Um, so I hope everybody in those cold weather areas is uh, is doing is OK. And uh, uh, I mean, this won't drop for a couple of days. So by then, hopefully all this uh, storm activity will be done. Um, anyway, we we are bimonthly. We we talk about script writing and other things, whatever suits our fancy to a certain extent, like the weather. Uh and let me just give you a preamble to Chris's uh, participation. He's a he's a quite accomplished novelist. Eight novels, a ninth one in the works. Um, he's all over the place. Uh, geez, Amazon, Smashwords, Barnes and Noble, yes, uh, bathroom walls. Just you know. <laughs> <laughs> now, I know you put those. You put your name and your uh, your website up on those walls so that people can go to it thinking they're going to get a, a good time and then they end up looking at your novels. I know you do yes. that, Chris. Yeah. Yeah. It's good yeah. marketing. Good marketing. Viral marketing. So. <laughs> Let's see. So uh, what are you uh, these days watching that is of any interest to anyone or, or yourself? Um, I just watched yesterday uh, Kevin Hart's new movie, Lift. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's funny. He, I don't, I don't yeah. care what you say. That guy's just funny. Yeah. No. And um, I just started watching uh, The Bosch Legacy. Oh, yeah. He's a um, retired cop, and he's now a private detective. Yeah, you're never going to get me to see I, that's commercial, commercial stuff, right? Oh, yeah, original freebie. That's the first time I've seen them doing something original. Yeah, yeah. So, and um, I just started watching several episodes of Northern Exposure. Oh yeah, great show, great show. Yes, Mark, Good. have you been watching anything interesting? Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I watched Northern Exposure also. And, wow. uh, yeah, I mean, it's on, it's, I reminded, I told you about it. Yes, you did. Yes, I did. I know. I know. But so. that doesn't mean you were watching it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I started it. Yeah. It's still as charming as I remember it to be. Yes. 
I, I didn't remember a lot of it, uh, so oh. I'm I'm happy to revisit it. Um, I also let's see started um, restarted another show called Murder Investigation Team, which is uh-huh. a British show, and uh, John Song Creature, which is a Korean TV series on Netflix, which yeah. um, is quite. Uh, like a lot of Asian, uh, offerings, very stylized, very, yeah. very beautifully shot and, and interesting. And it, the stories unravel as they will. They don't, they don't, no. I don't know that they have a clock in their heads as far as, you know, the, with this, with this series, it seems like it just, it doesn't meander, but it also takes its time setting up <clears throat> a lot of the narrative threads, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I I enjoyed it uh, a lot. So uh, yeah, I read somewhere I haven't started it yet, but I probably will. That it takes place in Korea just after the Japanese have pulled out in World War Two. Well, it's not. No, they haven't pulled out. They it's they're still occupying Korea. Ah, but they closed down um, this particular torture chamber medical torture chamber and that's when that's the pullout maybe that that's referred to but um it's a pretty i think you'll enjoy it i i I, anyway yeah Yeah, Um, okay yeah very interesting i the one thing i would recommend is don't uh put on the dubbing and watch watch it with subtitles because i the dummy the dubbing is pretty i thought it was horrible pretty poor i've seen some of those yeah Well, I know I never normally watch anything with dubbing because I want to hear the original actors and I don't mind reading it. But in this case, I was breaking it down for a ancillary class and I had to write, do a lot of writing. And it was hard to write and watch the subtitles at the same time. So I just put it on dub. But, uh, man, it is not good. Um, So anyway, um, yeah. That's what you've been watching. And if. Correct me if I'm wrong, but don't you have a couple of screenwriting classes that are getting ready to begin begin yes. here shortly? Yes. Funny you should mention that. I have a seminar <laughs> coming up on this Saturday, which this podcast will drop on a Friday. Yeah. Uh, so you, you, those of you who are listening, can it's free. Um, so it 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 covers some of the stuff I I teach, and then I have my classes have will start. On February 1st for intro, uh, screenwriting and you can go to script, script, uh, scriptwriting to sign up for either the seminar or the class or both. Um, and I recommend the both, both of them because I think they're very informative. I always have a lot of fun with them. So, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, um, so I just want to mention before I forget because I forgot last show, but today in history, today in film and television history, in 1928, the first television receive, receiver was demonstrated. 1928, Chris. So it only took wow. it only took almost a hundred years for us to achieve this level of uh, excellence yes. in television. <laughs> so sign up for my classes or my seminar, uh, scriptwritingclasses.org, and then um, uh, I would love to see those. And it's a really, really. Uh, in fact, it's funny because I was with some people yesterday that I hadn't seen in quite a while. And they were people from when I was writing a lot of uh, genre pictures and getting uh-huh. them, getting them made. And one woman asked about my writing classes. And when I gave her the price of it, she said, "You are you kidding me? That's, that's so cheap. And I said, yes, I am a cheap whore. 
So, uh, <laughs> so I know my classes are worth the money because people from L.A., people in the business actually think that they're worth the money. So uh, anyway. I'm with uh, this is Mark Sevy. I'm with uh, my friend Christopher Stars at ChristopherStars.com. We're we're Plot Points podcast. Uh, we are bi-monthly. We talk about script writing and other things. Chris is a tremendous uh, author, and I'm a tremendous screenwriter. So, and we're both working on each other's ex- area of expertise. I'm uh, I'm working on an I'm working on stuff, and Chris. Let's so let's segue into that. Chris, what are you working on? I'm working a sci-fi creature feature. Ah, okay. Is this one? Is this the one you worked on before? Yeah, but I started it, but I had to make changes. Okay. I mean, there are a few things I didn't change, but uh, this is the one that takes place on the uh, plant on the planet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah great. Earth colony. Uh huh. Uh huh. Far, far in another galaxy. Right, yeah. right. Okay. And uh, did you finish the the crime one? The oh yes, I did. But I've said it as it needs some rewriting and polishing. Uh-huh. I know that, and I've just I put it aside. And while I was letting it rest, I started working on my Skimmers screenplay again. And I've just gotten caught up in that one. So when I finish that one, I'll go back to the crime one. Oh, okay. Yeah, sounds good. I, I like the creature one. I enjoyed I mean, I thought there was some good stuff in it. I, I know you had problems with it, but uh what I read I really I really yeah. enjoyed. So uh I I hope I hope I get to see some of that uh coming up. Yep. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I'm, uh, I just finished the first draft of a, a ghostwriting project that I'm doing and had a meeting with the, um, with the author and <laughs> went through everything, went through a bunch of, uh, changes, not changes, I guess, just, yeah, I don't know. You know, it's funny when, when you write stuff, you uh-huh. think you're being absolutely clear about what you're saying and then you realize, you know, there are things about, what you just put down on paper that don't work. Yeah. So, I mean, I go through that with my own writing. I'm sure you do with yours. Yes. And uh, she was, she was quite taken aback that there were so many little, little problems like that. But I, you know, I told her, I said, you're not a writer, you know, you're not, you don't write for a living and, and Uh uh, this is my job. So, yes. And then um, I've been doing a lot of website stuff, so I really haven't been doing a lot of writing, but I want to get back to it. So I'm yes. I'm probably going to do that project where I take one of the, my pilots and turn it back into a feature or turn it into a feature for the first okay. time. Yeah. So. Um, that's all good. We have uh, we have a lot of projects and a lot of stuff we're working on. Um, yes. And I, I like the variety. I don't know if you do. Do you enjoy working on a bunch uh, of different things or not? Normally, mm-hmm. normally I like to totally focus on one project at a time. Uh-huh. That doesn't always work out that way. Yeah. Right. Right. But that's what I prefer. Oh, I'm always. I've always. I got. I'm juggling a. You know, I always. 
back when we were younger, there were variety shows with guys that used to spin plates on a on a pole. You remember those uh-huh. guys? Oh yeah. Uh, and uh, I mean, I always thought that it, it was like a stable of every variety show. You always had the spinning plate guy or or yeah. woman. And that's what I feel I'm doing is spinning a bunch of plates. And of course, one occasionally one of them falls or occasionally, uh, you know, I, I miss, uh, I miss my mark or whatever, uh-huh. but I enjoy being, I like being a lot busy. So different. Yeah, there's no one way to do what we do. Absolutely. And no one way at any given time to right. do. Yeah. So. Um, okay, so we're going to move off on that subject and go on to our top five. Uh, but let me remind you, we're Plot Points Podcast. You can reach us at 919-SCRIPTS, which is 919-727-4787, or plotpoints.com, or anywhere that plot, that uh, podcasts are. We're, we're everywhere. We're really – in fact, um, I have a Google Alert set up for podcasts, and our, our podcast definitely shows up quite a bit in, in those yeah. alerts. So that's pretty cool. But um, Chris and I decided this podcast to do our top five. Uh, Martin, well, Martin Scorsese is uh, nominated for a bunch of Golden Globes, and he's always a perennial awards show uh, person. So we decided to do our favorite uh, Scorsese films of all time, any any era, any generation, anything. Uh, so I, I'll be interested to see what you came up with. I had a bit of a problem with this. There was a lot. Oh, yes. There was. Yeah. But and, what did you, what did you come only, up with? He only has directed like 72 movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a quite, quite an accomplished human being. Well, okay. I got a wide variety. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, in no particular order, Casino. Okay. The Aviator. Oh, interesting. Okay. After Hours. I have that on my list too. You go. Oh, really? Interesting. Yep. And Goodfellas. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So a couple of those I took off and went uh-huh. with others and a couple, I only, we only crossed, uh, our list only have after hours in common. Oddly uh-huh. enough. Yeah. So I took, uh, Taxi Driver. Okay. Uh, Raging Bull. Okay. Which I still think is one of the most powerful. I, I mean, I know we're writers, but I think it's one of the most powerful acting jobs i've ever seen yes uh after hours which you mentioned with uh with uh what's his name um griffin dunn griffin dunn yeah a terrific film a lot of fun yes uh gangs of new york which i liked quite a bit and the departed oh okay yeah so uh, i think between the two of us any of those nine movies ten movies i guess it no it's nine nine would be what a what a what a week that would be is to oh. immerse yourself in Scorsese films. Oh my lord! Yes, that would be great. Okay, well that's uh, I think that's a great list. Uh, I don't know. Should we do a Q and A? Should we do a question? Do you have a question anywhere? Yeah, I do have one. Uh, we were asked why is time important in a screenplay time 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 limit okay so that goes to the stakes of any any situation which is uh you know there's there's two two um uh oh god what's my brain there's two 
things you need to worry about with stakes. One is a a deadly alternative. In other words, what happens if somebody doesn't do something and or accomplish something? And the other one is a ticking clock. And the the way I always analogize it in class is I tell I I tell I say to my one of my students, uh, Chris, I'm your doctor. I'm going to tell you that you have another 50 years to live. Does that bother you? No. Okay. Chris, I'm your doctor. Uh, You have five days to live. Does that bother you? Yeah. Yeah. So the difference is all relative, which is, which is Einsteinian, I think. Um, Uh You know, it's all relative. If you have five days, it's a lot more pressure and stress and conflict. And the other thing that people don't consider with stakes with ticking clock, especially is characters will be more likely to do something really dumb. Uh, if they don't, if they don't have, I mean, if you watch uh, any sports, the last couple minutes of a close game, you you'll see more likely, more likely than not, you'll see an interception of some yeah. sort because they're trying to force a a play. So they do, you do, you do d- not dumb things, but you do desperate things when there's a a ticking clock, and that's why time is so important in a script. Plus, not for nothing, nobody. Uh, there was uh, there's an old um, an old um, movie called Three Days of the Condor uh, with Robert Redford, terrific little uh, spy movie of its time, and that the book was named Six Days of the Condor, and they cut it down to Three Days of the Condor because people don't people spend a weekend with the character, but a whole week, nah. So anyway, so it's just a it's just a matter of making the the ratcheting up the suspense and conflict in the story. Good question. All right. Well, uh, we're going to wrap up in a minute. Uh, We're going to get Chris's quote here. But just so you know, we're Pop Points podcast. Uh, Chris is uh, Christopher Stiers at ChristopherStiers.com. He's on Amazon. Uh, Goodreads, Barnes and Noble, Smashwords, just about anywhere. And he's been writing so long, he's also in the bargain bin at Walmart. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> right next to your stuff, right next to my uh, my old films that nobody wants to watch anymore. So it was fun yesterday because I got to reminisce about some of those uh, some of those films in the, that I that I wrote in the nineties. Anyway, so uh, but you can also reach us at nine nineteen scripts, which is nine one nine seven two seven four seven eight seven. That's 919-727-4787 or plotpoints.com. And uh, ChristopherStyers.com, MarkSevy.com, OCScreenwriters.org. And don't forget my seminars coming up this Saturday and the classes on February 1st. Go to scriptwritingclasses.org to sign up for any of that stuff. Chris, give us a great quote. Okay, this quote is from Martin Scorsese. Oh, good. He said, your job is to get your audience to care about your obsessions. Oh, that's wonderful. Sure. Sure. Although I don't know if my obsession with cashews would be. uh... (laughs) (laughs) I bet you anything Scorsese could make a movie. I bet you. Out of somebody and cashews. I bet it's probably true. (laughs) He's quite remarkable. Yeah. His uh, his uh, current movie, uh, I can't remember the name of it. Flower Moon, the Killers of the Flower Moon. Yeah, is uh, you know already nominated for a bunch of awards. Plus, I'm sure it'll be in the Academy Awards nomina- nominations. Oh yes. And also, I think there's a there's an award show, another one, 
that just either happened or is going to happen. I can't keep up with them, folks. Honest to God, we, we, you know, there's just too, too much of that stuff. We spend the whole podcast talking about it, but, yeah. you know, just type in Mr. Scorsese's name and I'm sure you'll, he'll pop up with a lot of stuff and you'll see what, what he's nominated for. Absolutely. And he probably will win some stuff, I think. Yes. Yeah. Chris, thank you for your time and your, uh, your good cheer as always. And, um, for myself, for Christopher Styers at ChristopherStyers.com, for all the men and women at Orange County Screenwriters Association, be inspired, do good work.